Thank you for tuning in to the Faith Over Everything podcast where we cover, you guessed it, everything. Whether it's pop culture, religion, politics, relationships, fashion and beauty, entertainment, black culture, or me just chopping it up with my girls, we are here to talk about it all. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode available on all your favorite streaming platforms and enjoy the show. Hey, well, welcome back to Faith Over Everything podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in this week uh, with us. We have a very special guest on the show. Um, I am going to allow her to introduce herself to the audience. Welcome to the show, Lanise. Hey, everybody. Nice to be here tonight. Tell everybody a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Okay. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Lanise. Um, on social media, you can find me as The Love Cheerleader. Um, so basically, I teach and empower um, busy professionals and entrepreneurs to let go of the pain caused by divorce or just any type of heartbreak so that they can learn to heal, live, and most importantly, love again. So I've been doing this work for a really long time. Um, Really, um, God really dropped it in my spirit a long time ago, and I just really ran from it. I was like, mm, no, God, I think you mean the girl next to me, not me. So I was really <laughs> running from it. Um, and what happened was I actually went through a really painful divorce, and I was always helping people through love anyway. So when I went through my own divorce, I just was, you know, working through it, working through it, working through it. And everyone saw that, and everyone was like, how are you doing this? Like, what are you doing? How are you doing it? Can you help me? And I was like, okay. So I just started helping people. And then people were like, no, this should be your business. And I was like, yeah, people keep telling me this, but I'm not really ready for it. So mm-hmm. really, I was kind of running from it. And then I was like, I what happened was in 2019, I got shingles and I was mm. at home for 19 days. And it was before, you know, quarantine was a thing. Right. So I was at home and you have nothing else to do but a lot of just allowing God to pour into you because you are, I'm literally in the most pain I've ever been in my life, just laying around, can't really do anything. And I was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? And I remember God just downloading all this to me and I took all the notes and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to finally say yes to this. So that's really what happened. Um, And that's how I became where I'm at today. Wow. That's amazing. It's always interesting to hear people's journey to their purpose or journey to their passion sometimes and sometimes it will take moments of just kind of being alone or I guess down if you will to kind of take the or heed the call or really be open to listening to what it is God has to say so that's pretty dope I really actually love uh the title that you have heartbreak coach and you know Obviously, everyone has experienced heartbreak. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about, you know, how long, you know, you were married for or how long you were married? I hate how long are you married for? How long you were married? Um, and then, you know, how things kind of happened in your marriage to where you decided you needed to leave that situation. Yeah, absolutely. So I was married for five years. Um, Things were good in the beginning. Then it got a little rocky, Um, got a little rocky and then it got a little better. Then it got a little rocky. Then it got a little bit better. So it was kind of that like back and forth thing. Um, But, you know, I was still pushing. I mean, I'm definitely not perfect. And looking back, there were things that, you know, I could have done better. I mean, you know, and that's just count like just doing my own type of accountability. 
Um, and so things got better. I was like, okay, I really, really want things to get better. Went to, you know, went to therapy by myself, then went to therapy with him and things just got worse. <laughs> I wow. don't know how to make it sound any better than that. It just, things just went downhill really quick. Um, and so I live here in Atlanta and in the state of Georgia, you can get a divorce pretty quickly. Um, as long as this uncontested. Okay. So I actually, um, said in May of that year, um, uh, that, hey, you know, this is not working. I don't, I can't do this anymore. And I'm a trier. Like I will keep trying and trying and trying and trying. And I was like, this is just not working anymore. And so I let him know, um, there was a lot of cheating involved as well on his part. Okay. So it became really, really hard to be like, this is just not okay. Right. Was, um, to the point where I would go to events and people would know. And I just, I didn't know. And I was like, oh, I don't like this feeling. Right. <laughs> got really really bad um a lot of people it was just it was a lot okay <laughs> it was a lot coming out a lot it was it was just ridiculous and so it just really weighed on me and I was like I can't do this anymore um and so I just said that in May um by June I had a lawyer involved and filed paperwork um and then the paper like the lawyer got it like the end of June so she filed like first couple of days of July and then by August I was divorced um so wow. Really, really quick to the point where people were like, when did you do this? Like, really, really quick. It got to the point where it was like, once I knew, like, I just can't do this anymore. I just could not do it anymore. And it took a long time for me to get there. But once I got there, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. So, so that's kind of what happened. I was married for five years. Um, and then once I got divorced, it was like, okay, now what? And that's kind of how I started my business is what I realized is a lot of people get divorced and then you don't know what to do. Like, there's no real, like, what do you do? I mean, a lot of times you see people who've got divorced mm -hmm. and they're just like living their best life. And you're like, well, you just didn't wake up right. living your best life. <laughs> like, how did you right. do that to heal? Like, what did you do? And so that's where I fill that gap for people and really help them work through that. So I'm not an encourager of divorce. I'm not, I'm not that girl telling people to get divorced, but right. to break up with their person. Like, I'm not saying that at all, but if you find yourself in that situation, that's where I come in. And that's where the heartbreak coach comes in to help you walk through that. I mean, really get you to the other side so that you can really, really heal properly and not heal in a way where you're still broken and you're like, just giving all types of negative energy out to people. Like, I don't want people to do that. So I really want to help them through that process. Okay. Okay. So five years in, right? You, you were, you're married. Mm -hmm. um, how long did you know your ex-husband prior to you guys getting married? Um, so I met my ex-husband in college. Um, so probably about two and a half years beforehand. Okay. Um, before getting married, I knew him and, you know, it, it moved really quickly. I'm um, a lot faster than I even expected. Like I wasn't like, I'm a, I'm a girl who's like a hopeless, hopeful romantic. And I always have been, but I wasn't that girl, like who goes to college, like, Oh, I'm looking for my husband. I was like, no, I'm, I'm in college to live my life. Like, right. I'm not here to like find my husband and get married. None of that. So I didn't go into it like that. Mm -hmm. um, but then it just kind of moved really, really quick. And um, a lot of our friends at the time, everybody was getting engaged and married at the exact same time. I know when I got married, I think I had like six other weddings that year. Wow. And it was like they were all at the exact same time. What was the age group for everybody getting married around the same uh, time? Uh, so I got married at 24. Okay. And everybody was around that same age. Everybody was getting married at 24. I mean, it was really crazy. When I look back at it, it was like six weddings from like May to July. And I got married in June. 
And it was like, it felt like every weekend I was at a wedding because it was like everybody around that same age was getting married. So it wasn't like an unusual thing. Like it was like, okay, everybody's getting married. It's not like red flag, red flag, red flag. Now there were red flags. I just didn't identify them as red flags at the time. So looking back, there were things that I'm like, okay, I probably should have thought more about that, Mm -hmm. thought more about that. You know, and then if you think back, like social media wasn't what it is today. Right. So now you can learn from people just from what you see where back then it was still very hush hush. People mm-hmm. didn't really talk about stuff like that. So that's another reason why I wanted to start my business was because divorce and just heartbreak in general is really, really hush hush and no one talks about it. Mm-hmm. I know like I had a family member who got a divorce. I mean, this was long before I even knew what that word was. I was super young. I was probably like two or three. And it was just really funny because she just went through it. And I'm like, divorce is so hush hush. I remember saying that as a kid, like, why don't people talk about this? Like, why don't people help people? And then fast forward, here I am. So it's just right. really funny to me how it like fully came full, full circle. circle. Yeah. Cause I remember sitting at dinner with my, um, with my family member as a kid, I think I was maybe 15 or 16. And I remember asking her, I was like, okay, I know you went through this, through this divorce. How did you do that? What an odd question to ask at 15, 16. Right. But it was just, I was really curious, like, how did you go through it? Because I see you on the other side and I know what I've seen you as a, you know, like as a grown up, mm-hmm. you know, like I've, I know what I saw, but then I was like, I don't even know how you did that. So it was, it was just really funny how just a full circle. So, yeah. yeah, that is crazy. So you're married. And then at what point do you make the decision that, okay, you know what? I'm done. I've tried, we've done back and forth. We, at what year? did you decide to say, you know what, I'm done. And then I just need to get the divorce. Um, It was actually year four. Um, I will say it was probably more like year three, but year four, I was like, okay, I'm going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Um, But it was year four. Um, Year four was really, really rough. And then literally the lawyer got the paperwork for our divorce actually on our five-year anniversary. Um, And so it was really funny because people were not knowing what was going on. So they were like trying to say congratulations. And I was like, no, girl, don't say that. (laughs) So (laughs) it was it was really, really a very interesting time. But, yeah, it was um, around year four and then definitely year five. It was like really like this is there's no going back. Right. Okay. And did you um, or did he know? that you were dead serious and ready for a divorce? And did he agree to it? Um, He thought I was joking. He didn't believe me when I said it in the very beginning because it was like May. And we had gone through that before where I never I never necessarily said I wanted a divorce, but I definitely was like, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very mindful to not use that word. I may have used it a couple of times. Like, is this something you really want to do? Because this is a lot of stuff going on that's continually like happening right now. Right. Um, but I don't I really don't think he thought I was going to go forward with it because it was like early May where I was like, no, I can't do this anymore. Like, this isn't working. You need to find somewhere else to live. Like, this is not going to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really think he thought like she's really serious until June when I sat. I called him and was like, hey, let's sit down and have dinner. And we had dinner and I had papers like, OK, you get this. I get this. You get this. I get this. And I think then is when he realized like, oh, she's serious. Like, right. she's not doing this. anymore. I was like, I'm not. <laughs> Mm. not doing this at all so it I think it took him a while to really realize I think he thought like oh well we'll just separate for a little bit and then we'll come back and I was Mm -hmm. like no so he wanted to stay married he did he did want to at the time but then Um, he didn't want to get right 
at the same time. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So it was like you can't have both. <laughs> right. <laughs> so exactly. One way. I was like, I'll make it. Yeah. Yeah. You, you got to pick a pot. Yeah. I, I tell everybody, you got to pick a pot. Which pot do you want to live in? Because you can't live in both. So. Okay. So yeah. So that's what. That's exactly what happened. Um, but you know, we we're not. Um, we're not friends or anything. Um, I didn't really want to be his friend. And that was because I needed that boundary. And mm -hmm. a lot of people skip the boundaries. They just are like, oh, it's fine. I'm like, it could be fine for you. But what I have found with just working with clients and just having conversations with people in general, if you don't set that boundary, it ends up hurting you more, mm -hmm. so, than, more so than anything else. And so I had to set a clear boundary. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> and so we're not friends. He's now remarried. He has kids and everything. So it's fine. Um, we're just not friends and that's okay. And I had yeah. to also learn, like we had a lot of mutual friends. And so I just would like slowly not come to events because I didn't want to make anybody feel awkward. So I would just not come. And the time mm. that I did come, I would come late because I was like, I don't want anybody to feel any kind of way. Like, Oh, I got to choose a side. And I was like, I don't want that. I just want to come say hi and go home. <laughs> so I had to kind of learn that. And my friends had to learn that along with me because Again, like social media wasn't really, it was there, but it wasn't. Not like it mm -hmm. is right now. So mm -hmm. well, that's kind of what happened. Hey guys, I'm Shari. And I'm Sharice. And we are the Optimistic Divorcees. Two happily divorced women who are optimistic about life, but real about love. Catch our new podcast on your favorite podcast platform with new episodes dropping every Monday where we talk about life, love, and everything in between. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Opt Divorcees. That's T-H-E-O-P-T-D-I-V-O-R-C-E-E-S. Bye! That's the, I feel like such a difficult part of divorce because, uh, you know, all of the relationships that you guys have together, you know, family events, friends become friends, you know, and then when you break up, it's like, you know, I, I do feel like sometimes friends can feel conflicted. Mm -hmm. Did you lose any relationships during the divorce? I definitely did. I definitely lost some friends um, because people really didn't know. And I wasn't trying to make anybody feel anyway. I mm -hmm. really was just trying to just pull back and mind my business. <laughs> but I right. lost friends. Um, I lost people that I was like really, really close with. I lost them. I, a lot of and then other people just felt conflicted. So like mm -hmm. even when I come around now, I mean, they're they're fine. But I can I can tell by their mannerisms like they're fine, but they're not. They're still like a little weird. And I'm like, uh, yeah. but why though? Like, I'm trying <laughs> right. to understand. I'm the one. I was the innocent one. Why are you yeah. all weird around me? Exactly. I'm like, um, guys, um, I don't know what you're weird for. But, you know, I respect people if they want to feel right. weird. But I just learned like friend. And that's one of the things I want to, you know, help people through as well as your friends will shift. Your families may shift. And it just can be a little weird for a while and yeah. you just have to sit in it or you need to really figure out what's the best way to do it. Now, certain situations may cause you to sit in it, depending on how close things were and all that. But right. I definitely had to learn a lot very quickly because it was changing extremely fast. And I was like, I don't even I didn't see this coming. No one never told you that no right. one told you that you may lose your friends or right. shift. And it shifted quick. It shifted very quickly. It was almost like. I would say like it shifted during the old like separation filing and actually being divorced. That's when the shift happened because I would stop coming to events or if I did pop up, it was like, why is she here? And I was like, you know what? I'm just not going to come. 
Yeah. I'll have fun. I'll I'll be at home watching TV. So that's kind of how I that's dealt with whack. It. Yeah, it was it was not very fun back then. <laughs> yeah. It was not it was not fun, but uh you know, now it's it's fine. I just don't go to certain events still, but um for the most part everything is fine. I just had to learn like, okay, that's what yeah. it is. That's what it is. I'll take that. It's okay. That's actually bothering me in my spirit right now because <laughs> I'm like so I so I have to change my movement, you know, I have to change what I'm doing because of your indiscretions and because of how this is kind of bled on everybody else that's in the middle when you really don't have to be in the middle for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? You can be cordial with me and you can still be cordial with him. Mm-hmm. But I hate that that kind of changed the whole construct of your social life because you couldn't do or come around your people you know yeah it it hurt in the beginning like in the very beginning it did bother me and it was it was a it was a shift but as I've gotten older and you know I've been divorced now this year will be seven years I've been divorced so now that I've been divorced it'll be seven years in August so now that I've been divorced seven years it doesn't bother me nearly as much as it used to Um, I just kind of took it as things happen people shift And it's okay that shifts happen. You just have to learn from it. But now I can really help other people. So that way, when if if they find themselves in this situation, here's how you kind of should navigate it. Um, You know, definitely have the conversations with people. But I was really like like the blind leading the blind because I didn't know what to do. That's fair. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. that's fair. And I feel like um, a lot of our peers have gone through that too. Like you've never been through a divorce. And so you just kind of really don't know what Mm -hmm. to expect um, but thank God for podcasts like Faith Over Everything and um, the Optimistic Divorcees and um, yours that you're going to tell us a little bit more about and what you're doing because it really uh, will help people. So that's awesome. Um, so what was your journey like after you signed those papers? Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit more about that journey and then... Um, what you currently do to help people as they are transitioning as well. Okay. Um, so once I signed the papers, I'm not going to lie. It was a lot emotionally because I did not realize how emotional it is to sign all these papers. Um, mm. So it was a lot. Like I found, I remember like a week before the actual divorce, I just wept like for like mm. probably 20 minutes because it was just like, it's like a death, right? And you're yes, grieving. And I did not know, I didn't even expect it. It was just one day I just hit me and I was like, whoa, where did this come from? And then I feel like that was like the last cry that I needed to get out about it all. One and then like that, cry. yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then that week I went into court and everything was done. And then I was like, okay. So it felt like that was that last thing I needed to do. Um, a release. But yeah, it was like that final release about it. And it just really came out. It really surprised me because I was like watching TV. Nothing. It wasn't a like a sad moment. It was just mm-hmm. tears. I was like, where did that come from? But it was good. Um, so that happened. I got I got an actual divorce. Um, mm-hmm. I went back to my maiden name legally, changed all the documentation over all of that. And where I messed up, and this is where I want to help a lot of people with, I took the day for it to, you know, to go to the court. I took that day off from work. But then I went to work the next day. And mm. that was my mistake because I should have like maybe taken the week off to just kind of breathe and really yeah. process what happened. So that was like something that I tell people, like really take time off. Do not just jump back into your life because mm-hmm. you might be like avoiding some things or you just really need to process. 
Okay. Um, but that's what I did. Um, but then I found myself processing other ways. I would just spend time with myself. I would go out to eat by myself. And a lot of my friends were like, how can you do that? And I'm like, it's fine. I mean, it's part of life. I can't just wait around for you to eat with me. Like you're busy. That's true. You know, I'll just go by myself. And so it was really me like relearning me. Like, mm-hmm. what do I like? What don't I like? Because when you're with someone, you spend a lot of time learning what they like, what they don't like. So then you really, you know, I'm not saying you don't do what you want to do, but sometimes you shift a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really trying to figure out, like, what do I like again? Like, hmm. what makes me happy? Let's try to do this. Let's try to do that. So I spent a lot of time with myself, just dating myself, yeah. um, going places by myself. And it was like people watching became fun because I would yeah. go out to eat, watch couples, watch their interactions. And I was like, oh, OK, it just was like a fun thing to do. Um, so that's what I did for a long time, you know still hanging out with friends, still doing different things. Um, I got involved in different things. It was a really, really good time because it just was time for me and mm. it was really helpful. So I definitely love that, that part of where I was. And so, um, so that kind of takes me into where I am now. Um, so where I am now, I'm in such an amazing space. I mean, that's why I was even able to start this business because you can't be in this business if you're still like holding on to stuff or you still got a lot that you haven't worked through. Like I've literally worked through everything possible hmm. and I've worked through it for years now. And so I really encourage my clients to just really do the work because you can't skip it. Because if you don't, you will literally bleed on everybody around you hmm. because you didn't really heal. And so that's what I love about it is just really helping people readjust their their mindset because it's a, it's a big shift. It's a big shift. If you've been with the person forever, or even if you were never married, but y'all were together for, let's say seven years, five years, two years, that's a long time, long time. Mm -hmm. And you really have to, you know, process that because it takes a minute to make that decision to say, I'm going to walk away. You know, like, even though for me, it sounds fast, that I did it. And, you know, I, I decided in May and was divorced by August, but it took me so long to even get there. Mm. Like It wasn't an overnight. Like I just woke up and the light switch went off. It was like, are you sure? Are you sure you're sure? Are you sure you're sure? Like it was a <laughs> really, really long process to even get to that. So, so yeah, that's just, you know, that's kind of that journey that I took. Okay. Did you, so when you guys kind of going back to the marriage, when you started Mm -hmm. noticing, I guess that there were issues or problems, um, did you feel like maybe he changed or that you could change him in any type of way? Is that why you stayed or is that a part of the reason why you stayed? Um, I think it definitely is a part of it. Um, I never knew that, though. Um, I did not know that's what was happening until I went to therapy by myself. And when I went to therapy, the therapist listened to me. And then the last session, she well, not the last session, but one of the last sessions, she was like, you're an enabler. That's what you do. That's, wow. That is what you're doing right now. And I was like, hmm, I didn't know that's what, I didn't know that was a word for this. <laughs> I didn't know. So it it was really like, okay. I get it. That makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense why it's taking me a while to make that. Um, and, you know, I definitely thought he would change. I thought things would get better. Um, I thought like, hey, let's work together or let me communicate what the problems are from my perspective. Mm-hmm. And then let's try to work through them. Um, but they got better for a little bit and then they didn't get better. And then they got better. So, you know, it, it just wasn't right. what it was. I just kind of chalk it up to we were young. Yeah. And, and that's just what it was. We were just young and that's it. <laughs> Young and learning. And I don't know, um, did you, 
grow up with, you know, in a home where your, your parents were together? Or did you see your guardians, you know, in a healthy marriage? So was that something, too, that you always kind of saw and aspired to or? I did, actually. Um, this year, my parents will actually be married for 40 years um, in awesome. August. And then, um, beautiful. like, a lot of my family members are married. Like, everybody's married. Um, so I grew up with seeing marriages. I grew up seeing, you know, and I knew things weren't perfect. But I grew up just seeing marriages. And, and always just knowing, like, things may not be great, but you can always work through it. So that's probably, that's yeah. partially why I was like, let's keep trying, let's keep trying. But it got to a point where I was like, yeah, no, I can't keep trying anymore. It's getting yeah. hard. <laughs> this is yeah. not working. I, I always say on my shows, too, when the topic of marriage comes up, I'm like, I've been blessed. My parents have been married, I think, 46 years. Oh. And they've had, they have a testimony, right? Like, they really do. But I'm always like, yeah, well, I grew up seeing my grandparents married. My aunt, same as you, right? I grew up seeing Black marriages, which mm-hmm. is a blessing to me. Like you said, they, they have their own set of problems, but they've been able to work through them. But it's, you still don't know what it's like or how to be married until you are actually married. Right. I and agree. then you're like, oh, this is real. Like, this. Yeah, no, like I, mean, I feel like you know that, but you really, really know, like, when you get married, like, oh, this yeah. is like a real deal for real. Yeah. Like, people try to tell you things all the time, but it's really not so you get in there. You're like oh, this is like a thing. Like, right, like this is for real. This is like really, really real right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of people try to prepare you for marriage. And I think that's yeah. right. I think you should have that way that you are prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like nothing will really, really get you there until you're until actually, you're actually there. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, well, what is your program like? So I have a six-week program. Um, the name of it is the Pause Challenge. And so I really encourage people to just pause. Like, let's pause and let's work through this. Because a lot of times you don't. You know, like I said, I literally went back to work the next day. Like, good morning. How y'all doing? You know, so it it was it's really to encourage people to take a minute and pause and let's work through this together. Um, and let's 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 tackle some of these things so that you know how to handle it later. Like let's tackle some triggers that you may not even know are triggers because you just don't know until you're in a situation. And then you're like, Oh, that was a trigger. You know, mm. like if, you know, like what happens if you see your, see your ex out and about, what do you do then? Yeah. You know, and, and you don't think about these things until you're actually out and about. <laughs> and then right. you're like, what do I do? So I really try to help people work through that. Um, and if their ex doesn't live in the same city, well then, Let's try to work through like what happens when you see them on social media. If you still follow them, like let's work through these very about not follow them. And I do encourage that. Like, <laughs> not follow, but if you have to, right, right. So if you just can't let go yet, then let's let's work through that. So yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoy the work that I do. I work with some really great people to help them. Um, some and some people were dealing with like you know like a heartbreak like um like their mother had passed or something mm. other or like it could have been like so various forms of heartbreak right right various okay. forms of heartbreak so I, I i like to focus on people who have gone through divorce or or any type of like a breakup mm-hmm. in a relationship but i have found that a lot of people who i work with they've gone through that but then they may have something else too. So they have like, like two things that are going on that they're trying to work through. Mm-hmm. And so I really encourage people to work through that. But the first thing I tell people is you have to accept it because mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't even accept whatever it is, whether it's a marriage that failed or 
a, you know, like a long relationship, whatever it is, let's first accept it. And then let's try to move past it. Because if you don't accept it, then you're just kind of wasting your time because you need to accept what's going on because it happened. And since it happened, let's really work through it. And so that's really what I focus on. Um, The foundation of my business is built on faith, um, fitness, and fun. Because a lot, you know, faith is just a huge part of my life. And Mm -hmm. that's just how I live my life. So we're definitely going to be praying. We're going to be reading scriptures. Like we're really going to dive deep because that's what helped me get through. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk through that. And then fitness, because a lot of times, like for me, fitness has always been a part of my life. But when I was going through my divorce, it became the thing that really helped me a lot. Um, I didn't. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, I am big on family and my family has family reunions every single year here in Atlanta. Well, if we don't, if we're not here in Atlanta, then we're like, if we have a cousin that lives in Chicago or DC or whatever, then we'll take it there. But for the most part, we're here like every other year. And so everybody around me knows I'm big on family reunions. Like if it's a family reunion weekend, don't find me. I'm at the family <laughs> union. So I remember the year that I was going through all of this, um, every Friday night we have like a, like a banquet. And then Saturday is our barbecue. We'll go out to the country and like be out there and then we'll come back in the city. And then Sunday is church. Mm-hmm. So every year I'm there, no matter what, if you're not, if I'm not there, everybody's like, it's a problem. Right. Yeah, It's like a big problem. <laughs> so that Friday night, I remember my mom saying, are you going to come? And I said, no. And she was like, no, I was like, no, I'm not going. Like I was literally like in the bed, like, no, I'm not going. And she mm-hmm. was like, are you sure? I was like, I don't want to go. And I remember she was like, okay. I'm, you know, it was like weird for her. Like, you don't want to go. Like you're always there. And I was like, I don't want to go, but I didn't realize I was depressed. Right. I didn't realize that's what was going on. And so mm-hmm. I laid in like my parents left. I laid in the bed for a little bit. And then I just like, I felt guys say, get up. And I worked out that night and I was like, whew, I needed that release. Mm-hmm. And so then exercise became like my release to get through it. And that's, I mean, again, I've always been in, I've always been a person that worked out. Okay. But during that time, it was like, I needed like extra, extra, extra. Like there were days I'd work out at 10 o'clock at night because I'm like, I just need something to help me get through mm. what I'm doing with right now. So I didn't know I was depressed, but extra like faith and exercise really, really helped me get through it. And then just having fun. So that's what it's, so my business is based upon faith, fitness, and fun, because a lot mm-hmm. of times you forget, you not that you forget your faith because you always keep that in there, but you may not realize how much you need it <laughs> until right. you go through something like this. So I always try to bring that back. Um, and then also fitness and then also fun because you got to have fun. Cause a lot of times you're going through this, you need fun. You need to be able to go laugh and just enjoy the sun, you know? So I really encourage people. And that's really what the foundation of my business is built on. That's awesome. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night. I'm Dana, a.k.a. DanaMike781 across the social medias, and I am here to tell you about my podcast that is currently streaming on your favorite listening platform. It's called This Should Be in a Book. People often tell me that the things I say should be in a book, but I didn't want to write a book. So I decided to release my knowledge podcast style. New episodes are available every Monday, and you'll be able to listen to my insight on this thing called life, three points in a poem style, minus the poem. <laughs> so after you finish listening to this podcast, head on over to This Should Be In A Book to listen and subscribe. Hope you enjoy. 
So the six weeks program, do they have to have insurance? Is it the cash only or how does that work? Um, they can pay. Um, I have payment plans and they can, okay. you know, it's, it's, it's definitely that type of thing. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty flexible with that. If they need a payment plan, it is available. Um, but it's a six week program and we get on Zoom and we just talk. You know, it's, I, I like to make it a group setting, but if they want it one on one, that's totally fine, too. I mean, we just get and we talk like we talk through each week. We talk through each of the, you know, like we just talk through pause and like, what does that mean? And let's work through it. So I really walk them through that so that they can actually feel like, OK, I have my permission slip to like go be me. Yeah, that's my goal is so that they can really get that. Awesome. And then you do take males as well, right? Yeah, I do take males. A lot of people think I'm like solely focused on females. And I'm like, no, like men, come on. Like I'm not telling you you can't party like you can join this party it's fun it's fun over here come on and <laughs> we're so, having fun <laughs> we're having fun like come on we are right. having fun so it it sometimes it's a lot of women that I definitely um reach but definitely men are always welcome I've helped men get through their own things and so I know kind of like what they're dealing with too so I, I, I welcome that as well that's awesome. That's awesome. Is it anything else you would like to share about your program and what you're doing and what you have to offer? Or even if you have any success stories you like to share? Yeah. So I have uh, one success story that I absolutely love because I had a um, I had a, a, a girl come to me and she was, you know, contemplating what she wanted to do if she wanted to stay or leave. And I worked, I walked, I walked her through like, okay, let's figure out what's best for you. Like, I'm not going to tell you whether you should do one or the other. You have to make that decision because again, I'm not going to tell somebody to get a divorce. So I'm not going to tell you to go run if you don't need to run, but I will help you get through that and help you through that process and figure out what that looks like, because you're still going to grieve either way, Mm -hmm. you know? So I was like, let's work through that. And so it was really fun to really work with her and really help her and push her to just make a decision, you know, that sometimes, you know, it's hard to accept it, but then once you've accepted, like, this is what I'm going to do, then it's hard to say those words out loud. Mm-hmm. So I was really like pushing, like, okay, if you're, are you ready? Are you sure? Cause once you say it, you can't take it back. So right. let's be sure that's what you want to do. So it was a really fun time working with her. Um, She did decide to leave her relationship, which is totally fine. Like I said, I'm not pushing anybody to do one, one way or another, but it was just good to see the growth that she yeah. had since then. So that was always a lot of fun. Um, I have another girl. Um, I've worked with her um, for a while. And really for her, it was like she was holding on to a lot of things that she didn't even realize she was holding on to. Just a lot of heartbreak that she just didn't know. And so we worked through it, worked through it, worked through it. And now she's like, you know, I appreciate you because you gave me my permission slip that it's OK mm-hmm. to just be me. And I was like, it's absolutely OK to be you. Like, don't let anybody tell you that it's not OK to be you. So. Those are like my favorite ones. I have a lot of other ones, but those are my favorite ones because it's like I can see the growth in my clients. And that's what makes me happy is when I see them growing, them excelling. And then a lot of times what ends up happening is when I work with my clients, then there's something that they probably always wanted to do, but they were scared to do it. Mm-hmm. So then we, I talk them through, like, uh, then I become like their consultant. <laughs> like, okay, right. so now you've gone through this heartbreak and you're you know on the other side, but what are some things that you want to do? And let's work through that. So whether that's like researching new groups or me just walking them through the process, um, I have a background in, in actual consulting. So I've done that for years. And so I'm able to like really help people get through that and really figure out what's their next move. So I help them on the heartbreak side. And then I also help them just become themselves and whatever field that is that they want to walk into. I help them through that. That's awesome. And I want to um, 
take a step back because I know you mentioned exercise and Mm -hmm. um, exercise is important for me too. So I know how good you feel after you exercise. Mm -hmm. Like even when you don't feel like doing it, when you get done, you feel accomplished. You, there is a release when you're really pushing and um, it's, it is a great feeling. And I, I just think that's a great aspect of your program because number one, it is needed Mm-hmm. Um, that health component, but exercise also helps you feel good about yourself too. It does. You just feel good about yourself. You're like, like man. I tell everybody it's the happy drug. Like, mm-hmm. it is so better when you're done. Those I, endorphins kick in, and you just feel so great. You do, you do. And actually, um, I didn't talk about it, but I started a jumping challenge. I called it. I call it my jumps and things challenge. And so really, I'm just challenging people like we do jump rope because I I love I love jump rope. Jump rope is like the best. And I'm like, it's so good. It's like the best exercise. It's great cardio. It's It's amazing cardio. Like you don't realize how many muscles you are really using. Yes, your arms, everything, everything. It's my favorite. And so I do a jumps and things challenge every month just to really get people active. Um, And then I started out just doing jumps and then people were like, add this. I want to do this. I want to do that. So I started adding more things. So we do like lower body, we do upper body, we do abs. I encourage people to stretch. You know, I'm like, we're not going to work out every day. We're going to stretch one day. So if you want to stretch on Sunday, well, I'm, well, you're stretching every day, but you right. have one day where Ideally. you can stretch mm-hmm. completely and that's all you do. So okay. I'm like, today, pick one day. So if it's your Wednesday, you just want to stretch and not jump, that's fine. So I allow people to have that flexibility, but I love it. It's so much fun to see people jumping. Sometimes they'll send me their videos or they'll be like, I'm too shy. I don't want to post it. So I'll just send it to you. I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> is, there, is there a fee associated with the challenge? Um, It's a small fee of like $3. It's super oh. small. Yeah, okay. it's really small, but you get like a guide that goes along with it. It helps you that's figure cute. out what things you should and shouldn't eat. Um, But I do it every month. I love it. It's just something really fun. And a lot of people love it. And they're like, this is great. Like, especially if you've never worked out or if you have. They just, you feel great once you're done. Like I'm always asking people like, how do you feel? What's your why? Because once you figure out your why to exercise, it makes it all better. Absolutely. Like for for me, I tell everybody, I want to live to be 106. And everybody's like 106. I'm like, yeah, I want to be dancing at 106. And so I got to do what I got to do now so I can get Yes. (laughs) So yeah, I just love to work with people and really help them figure that out. Well, that is awesome and amazing. I love that. Keep me posted because I do love a good jump rope. Oh, so absolutely. And I have absolutely. some ropes here at home and I would love to do that. Absolutely. I definitely will. I have one coming up here in June. We'll be starting on June 1st. So I definitely will let you know. Okay. And then tell people how they can reach you if they want to reach you. Absolutely. I would love to work with you. I love helping people, serving people. Um, You can find me. My website is www.thelovecheerleader.com. All one word. You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. My name on Instagram is the Love Cheerleader there as well. Um, I do have a podcast that's coming out in June. So please stay tuned. I'm super excited. And I would actually love to have you on my show. So once oh, I get it all um, done, I will definitely like let you know. And we'll go ahead and record that episode as well. Um, so I have that coming out in June. Um, I have a lot of things coming out this year. I'm working on some books. I'm working on some guides. So just stay connected with me. I have tons of things coming out, ton, tons of things I've already worked on, and I'm just going to release it really soon. 
That is awesome. And I love to see it. I love to see us just doing it, making it happen, stepping out on faith, walking in our purpose and helping other people because that's truly what it's all about. So, Lanise, thank you so much for being on the show, being a guest and sharing your testimony and your triumphant victory, too. So thank you so much for that. And um, continue to shine. I mean, because that's what you're doing. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. You're welcome. And you guys, thanks again for tuning into the show. And we'll check you out next week. Hope you enjoyed the show today, guys. Truly appreciate you tuning in. Please don't forget to follow us on the following social media platforms. On Instagram, the page is Faith Over Everything underscore podcast. On Facebook, the page is Faith Over Everything Podcast. Our website is www faithovereverything.net and lastly if you are interested in becoming a guest or have any show topic ideas email us at faithovereverythingpodcast the number one at gmail.com thanks again